Hey loves and welcome to another episode of Becoming You. Today's episode is going to be pretty personal which is what I want to give to my listeners. I like to be very real with you guys because I know having that source and that person that is open with you about life can help so much. I know for me seeing examples of people doing that is helps me to see how things can be so normalized and that is a goal of this episode and honestly the goal of this podcast because the reason I started was because um, obviously helping make the episodes is a way of helping myself because I'm learning as well as helping and like teaching other people like the people that are listening as well and the goal is to help even just one person that's listening that's all that matters to me so basically I'll be sharing my journey of when I first started experiencing anxiety and depression which is what I sh- I usually struggle with and then eventually getting the help that I have now and where I'm at now and what I mean by the help I got I'm talking about reaching out to loved ones and professionals stuff like that I won't cover what I do personally to cope with it on my own um, I can do that in another time and like in another episode um, I thought I would make this into an episode because I hope it'll get someone to get the help that they've been needing because for me it took just like a little push because um, I'd originally been against myself getting help and I'll explain why later on um, currently I just started taking birth control I started it a week ago I have pretty bad PMS and for those of you that don't know what that is it's premenstrual syndrome and I get mood swings and it just makes um, my depression worse and I get really irritable um, among other symptoms but um, most of my symptoms are pretty average uh, except like the emotional ones and that's the reason I looked into birth control in the first place birth control regulates um, your cycle as well as balancing the symptoms that you get and, and it, it's exhausting and it's kind of upsetting because not only does it make me feel like crap but um, because I'm not feeling well and affect the people around me because you know I'm not doing well and so sometimes I'll get upset with family members easily <laughs> and I'll be closed off from friends and I would just feel like upset with myself because how I was acting I would get frustrated like why am I being like this? Like, I want to, like, feel better. But in reality, I really don't have, like, a ton of control over that and what I'm feeling. And that in and of itself will kind of make me sad. But, um, I mean, the stuff I do to help, like, on my own, it's not pointless. But sometimes, like, I can only do so much to help it because, um, I mean, it's like a chemical thing that I struggle with. And um, I really, really didn't want to start taking birth control to begin with because I mean one I hate taking pills like when I get sick I usually just let myself be sick because I didn't want to take anything for it but that's something that I got better about over time and thankfully birth control pills are super super small so that's really manageable but two was because I felt bad about like wanting to take it and the reason for that is I felt like I was letting myself down in a way because I couldn't work through my problems like on my own and I thought by doing all of what I'd been doing would be enough and it was a hard pill to swallow when I realized that I needed to go outside of myself to get the help that I needed and I know that's definitely a pride thing but I mean I'm just grateful that I wanted to take care of myself regardless and that I wanted to do that and it took me a while to get over that feeling and sometimes I get it on occasion I've definitely work through the majority of that um I still feel it every now and then but rather than thinking that I'm letting myself down 
I just look at it as a good thing rather than bad because it still helped me and um, it was all completely my choice and I knew that getting help was in my best interest and um, I also compared how I felt now and I knew that this was something that's just going to continue on because obviously I've been dealing with it for a while and I was like might as well try something and hopefully it'll work and like I said um, I've been taking birth control I haven't for very long I started taking it about a week ago and I should see full effects in like three months so um, hopefully that goes well but along with taking birth control which um, some of you might be thinking uh, it's just for avoiding pregnancy but no there's a lot more to that like I said earlier with regulating your cycle and your symptoms but along with birth control I've been in therapy for maybe almost six months now maybe not quite that long but I've been in it for a while now and that's been a really really big help to me and to my therapist if you're listening to this thank you so much for all the help that you've given me starting therapy was an easier decision for me than taking birth control it was hard in a way because it forced me to like open up and I'm not someone that likes to do that I don't like talking about my problems and I very rarely share it with anyone and it's not because I've ever been self-conscious in the sense that I was afraid of what people would think of me and I was never afraid um, that people are going to be like, oh, she just wants attention. I know that if something was going to think that, then that's just like not a nice person like that. If they were my friend, then that wouldn't be like a real friend. And so worrying about that has never been a problem for me. But the best way I was able to deal with all this was lots and lots of self-love and something to help with that is a book that I've been reading and I haven't finished it yet because I usually just read a few pages at a time and it's a book it's like a self-love poetry book and it's not the poetry you're thinking of with like rhyming and stanzas and whatnot it's like um it's like free writing and it's very beautifully written and each section is like a page or two long And that's usually, like, that's why I read it, like, a little bit at a time. And I'll just read it on self-care nights or before I go to bed. Or when I know I'm having a rough day, I'll just, like, read a couple pages of it. And it's such a good book because when I'm reading it, I feel like it's kind of reading my mind. Like, it connects to my thoughts so well and it's so relatable. And it talks about self-love in just this, like, really beautiful, realistic way. And it makes me feel so much better about what I struggle with. And it normalizes so many things and just how like we're human and it's like natural to feel and think certain things and kind of just teaches you like how to rewire your thinking into a way to be more gentle with yourself. And it's just such a perfect book if you're practicing self-love. And I put it on my Instagram like last week, I think I made a post about it and then the book is called Daring to Take Up Space and I'm definitely going to pronounce the author's name wrong. Um, I think it's by Danielle, the last name is spelled K-O-E-P-K-E, um, I definitely butchered that name, but if you want to find it, it's on Amazon, uh, again, it's called Daring to Take Up Space, and it's on my Instagram if you want to see a little bit of what it looks like, I posted the cover and then one of the pages, but yeah, I, I 100% recommend reading it, and like I said, self-love was the way I really got through all this as well as like other things and like gaining the confidence that I have. Self-love, I couldn't really just do on my own. Like, like I said, with the book, I kind of had to teach it to myself. 
and the book um the book that I'm reading that I mentioned and just reminding myself and normalizing things to myself um that's how I did it and self-love isn't just something that happens overnight or like um a destination or a goal that you reach it's I've noticed that it's like a continuous process because life is always going on and you're always going to be faced with things and I feel like you're never going to be to the point where you're just like done and like you're never gonna like feel bad about yourself or anything so that's why it's a continuous process and I think it's really amazing how mental health has been like publicly spoken about and it's been a lot more normalized and people have been so much more vocal with things that they struggle with and I I can't imagine living during a time when this wasn't the case and I know that despite mental health advocation there's still like a lot of negative stigmas about it But it's important to know that no matter what you're feeling, it's 100% valid no matter what, simply just because they're your feelings. Like, you don't need any other reason than that to speak up about it. And another thing, too, I know sometimes it might feel selfish to talk about our problems in a way because we might compare our problems to the problems of other people and we shouldn't be comparing like that, but we're human and sometimes that's going to happen. And we might think to ourselves in our minds, what they're going through in a way is worse. And so we're going to feel like, you know, we have no right to feel like uh, what we're going through is like a bad thing and that um, we shouldn't open up because it's mean or it's selfish and that we're like thinking about ourselves. And that isn't the case. Like I said, your feelings are 100% valid. And that is what matters. That is the only thing that matters. And an example of this is I've had several times where like a friend and I will be venting to, venting to each other and we'll go through similar things and sometimes it seems like things are worse on like one of the person's end and it'll feel like you shouldn't share what you have to say because you quote have it better but I know that what I'm feeling is just as valid as what they're feeling and having a friendship that despite what problems we have and what we share together and feeling and like being able to speak about it regardless is so meaningful and that's what a real friend is and that's what real friends are for and speaking of real friends having friends there for me and having a best friend is really great in the situation like you don't have to have friends like I know some people function like really well on their own but like having that outside source and someone that someone that I can lean on and someone I can talk to so that I'm not always in my head is amazing and you don't have to have a big group of friends I definitely don't I have quite a few acquaintances but I only have a few close friends like two or three maybe and there's nothing wrong with the amount of friends you have at all in my opinion it's better to have no friends than crappy friends and it's better to have a few friends that are real than lots of fake ones and I know this from personal experience but I think that we should embrace the ups of down the ups and downs of life as we embrace the changing of seasons. If you can take anything away from this episode, I would say let it be that you and your feelings are so important and that reaching out to others for help, well in healthy ways of course, is not something to be ashamed of. You should be proud of yourself because that takes strength and I know that from personal experience and I hope everyone will have an amazing week and I'll see you guys next Sunday.